0: One. Oh, shit. All uh, right. You good? Yeah. Yep. All right. <coughs> Welcome back to the Page 11 podcast, the non-recommended podcast for all.
1: Yeah. Um. It's not, re- don't watch us.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. We don't even like us. No. Um, so today's episode is our first official debate.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
0: And it's on Planned Parenthood, because you know, go all the way.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I am against Planned
1: I'm sorry. You're just gonna make that joke without running it by me. All right, whatever. No, it's cool. Go on.
0: Am I gonna lie? I didn't mean to. <laughs> just happened. Sorry.
1: Go all the way, kids. Planned Parenthood. That's that should be a slogan. You're welcome. Planned Parenthood.
0: Well, you're welcome because your argument's for.
1: Yeah, but I I don't. Yeah. All right. We'll get into that. <laughs>
0: debates are going to be fun.
1: Yeah, this is going to be rough.
0: And full disclosure, we had a little bit of uh, difficulty prior, Mm -hmm. so, uh, and, uh, we we might have accidentally summoned a demon.
1: Possibly. But he made our equipment work.
0: That's because you kept on egging him on.
1: Well, yeah, but he did it.
0: Yeah, but now he's going to be a dick. And I live here.
1: All right. That's fair.
0: Anyway, back to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Um... So we're just going to debate, uh, I'm going to debate that it should be defunded and uh, we should not support Planned Parenthood mm. and Tito will be arguing
1: in favor
0: of Planned Parenthood. So. Would you like to
1: start? All right. Um, I uh, thought we were flipping the coin.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll flip the coin. So we're going to flip a coin, just how we always do, because we can't decide on our own thoughts, which mm-hmm. is why we have a wheel of misfortune and a coin.
1: Yes. The coin is going to get better, by the way. It will. The coin is going to get better.
0: It's going to get better.
1: You'll see when it comes.
0: Stop teasing them on everything. And I'm, I just go along.
1: Yeah. God, you dick. Because you do all the work, so if I say something, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> but I fucking knew it <laughs> because I do all the goddamn work. God, damn I
1: it. say like, yeah, we're gonna do this. I make a bunch of promises. She has. And to And that's keep why, if you look at the
0: videos of yeah. every time he promises shit, I just look at him and I just yeah, like.
1: She she angrily looks at me. I'm like fuck. Because it's like she knows that yeah we're gonna have to do this and I'm like in the process of moving, so um it kind of all falls on on her right now. So.
0: Can we get this debate over? Onto this?
1: the coin, yeah. Let's let's talk about that coin. I'm just kidding. Well, it, uh,
0: it is a, a regular quarter. The Interesting. Year in the what United year is States. it? Um, it is uh,
1: 2019. Oh, cool! Right before the world ended.
0: Yes, right before. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, is <laughs> <laughs> the mint is uh war in the Pacific? Ah, uh, yes. So it's oh, it's a Guam coin. Neat. Cool. That's right. the preference of this. So listener. now
1: that you know that that's going to have no effect on the debate whatsoever, let's do this. All right. So you're right. flipping uh, heads. F- you first. Tails. M- me first. Yes. All right. Yes. Tails. Son of a. All you right.
0: fucking suck when it comes to I the coin flips. I do.
1: I the coin flips, and you flipped it every time. That's
0: not true. You flipped it. The first I flipped time. it the
1: first time, but we didn't end up doing that debate, so.
0: Yeah, but you still had the shitty argument. I know. Which is why we couldn't do that. Argument. Can
1: we get a new coin? <laughs> Demon, what the hell? <laughs> I, I told you. All right. So I guess I can go first. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> my argument is in favor of Planned Parenthood, and um, so how do you want to do this? You want to do uh, just kind of a back and forth, or? You want me to state my argument, and then you state your argument. And, and then, then we go from there. And then we just yeah. kind of go from there? All right.
0: Sorry, we're trying this out for the first yeah, time. Yeah, this
1: is uh, not rehearsed. If you couldn't tell... We'll get better. Wink, wink. Hopefully. Because I don't feel like doing it. All right, so I have all of my stuff on my phone because I was too lazy to write any of it down.
0: Oh, uh, well, I wrote on a of paper. You
1: wrote all of it down, That yeah. you
0: easily could have seen prior.
1: I saw it and I saw the words Planned Parenthood and I was like, I'm not supposed to see that, so I stopped looking. Oh,
0: how nice of you. Yeah. You could have cheated.
1: I could have, but I didn't. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's gonna bite you in the ass. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I was getting ready to eat, so priorities.
0: And I did make you dinner.
1: Yeah. That too. We'll go with that. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Son of a bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so arguing in favor of Planned Parenthood, which is a um, organization to give kind of just um, sexual health and, and uh, funding and health care for um, it, it's a safety net healthcare care program and um, it specializes in sexual health. Um, so this this was actually uh, fairly easy to find some stats on. But also there, there are some aspects that were pretty, pretty damning. Um, that I'm really hoping that she doesn't have in her argument. But we will see. So, all right. So Planned Parenthood. Um, first off, again, it's a it's a safety net, uh, safety net healthcare system, and it. Um, they they account for, according to them, they account for 2.4 million patients, um, across the United States. Um, And in most of those, uh, it's actually um, more than half of the Planned Parenthood locations are in rural or um, kind of just uh, like underserved communities, so just kind of like smaller communities. Um, And 68% of the counties with a Planned Parenthood health center are serve at least like in 68% of the counties with a Planned Parenthood health center, Planned Parenthood serves at least half of all safety net family planning patients. So essentially what that means is that within 68% of where the Planned Parenthoods are of the counties, um, it's one of the few safety net health care providers for patients in that county. So that being said, if the people living in those areas can't afford health care, this is pretty much, like, their go-to option. It also has the, um, uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah, so six out of ten women that, um, receive care from Planned Parenthood consider Planned Parenthood their primary health care service. And these are all stats from Planned Parenthood that, um, have done that. So basically, with all of that information as it is right there, um, that's kind of my main argument: is that it does all of this thing, and it provides all this healthcare, and it provides, you know, they they do again. It's it's mostly sexual health, um, and the majority of all of that, if it is unsupported, um, there's just that's two point four million patients across the U.S. that will kind of essentially potentially lose. Any kind of health care or lose affordable health care in that regard. Um, they also, you know, they have a lot of um, resources tied to them for, uh, you know, and like they they, um, they, also, I don't know how to word that. They, they set up. Um, care plans? Not not care plans, like experts. Like they'll, they'll, they'll literally, counseling. people can, yeah, kind of like a counseling center where they can go to and and kind of help set up like timelines for if if a couple is looking to have kids and they say they want like four kids and Planned Parenthood will actually help them set up timelines and like say like okay you can have your first kid here mm-hmm. and then um you wait this long and then you can start working on having your second kid and then you can so wait. So that's kind of like, like a not so a they, coach but like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. There, there you go that's and I, I couldn't find the words for that but yeah so they, they can like that's also a resource that planned parenthood provides which i think is a fairly good resource cuz if you plan the stuff out and you're you're at least you know expecting what you should need by a certain point um, and again if it's if it's unsupported you kind of just lose all of that across the entire country which um, is a very unfortunate piece but that that'll be my opening argument and then i'll kind of play off of whatever you say so that that's my main argument is that um, provides health care service to 2.4 million people across um, the country and it is a safety net healthcare service. Okay, yeah.
0: <clears throat> All right, so uh, the reason I am against Planned Parenthood and mm-hmm. why I believe it should be defunded and we should just get rid of it is because it is been proven that they do have quotas and do make profits. Off of abortions, um, and the abortions can go from uh, all different terms, including up to full term, which, um, and there are reports that I have here of ones that are like twenty four weeks, mm-hmm. which is I think that's third trimester. I'm not sure. I didn't look all the way into it. Yeah,
1: I'm not real familiar with that either.
0: Um, but uh, my two biggest. Uh, Sources is the story of Abby Johnson and Myra Rodriguez. They were both, uh, what were they? They were coordinators for um, Planned Parenthood at a time. Abby Johnson was in charge of a Texas Planned Parenthood. And um, Myra Rodriguez was in charge of one in Arizona. Abby Rodriguez, she had worked there for 18 years. Uh, sorry, eight years, <clears throat> and for the first time in eight years, she witnessed a 13-week-old uh, abortion-take process, and she was deeply disturbed by it, and she left Planned Parenthood, and then they tried to sue her, um, and they tried to silence her, <clears throat> but she won the court case over that. Uh, Maya Rodriguez was a similar case she worked there for 17 years and then she was fired and she won a lawsuit that uh, she won three million dollars from and both of them have reported um, many injustices done by Planned Parenthood including that their biggest concern is abortions and selling abortions that's their biggest money maker and they both have reported unsanitary conditions Um, including reusing equipment that should be used per um, per patient they'll just wash it with uh, Abby Johnson's said she literally saw a nurse wash appliances with Dawn soap and then use it on a different um, patient and they keep they try to keep everything in house which they also have unreported um, Male practices where they harm the mother during the abortions, and some even end in loss of life for for the mother in itself. Um, and I do have other arguments, including um, they do conceal crimes of um, <clears throat> underage abuse, underage sexual contact, uh, conduct, and. Uh, that they do falsify their reports, okay. so that's my opening.
1: All right. Um, okay. So, a couple of things there. So the the lady that um, witnessed the uh, the late term abortion mm-hmm. that she um, so that is also on um, partially the state government in that area because mm-hmm. if they deem that um, like acceptable. For that late of a term of a, of abortion, then it's more of just a, a on your personal moral standpoint rather than a legality issue. So on that one, it was,
0: it was legal. It was yeah, just that she yeah. was disturbed by yeah
1: it. yeah, and that 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 would be my only argument for that is that I mean it's it's since it's considered legal, whether you're morally against it or for it, I mean that that's more on the state government than Planned Parenthood itself. Um, as far as hiding um, like. Uh, what was it? Underage sexual conduct. Yes. Yeah. So that, um, my my thing with that is, it depends on what kind of underage sexual conduct they're hiding. On one part, you could have, if it's if it's rape, if it's like statutory rape, like some um, underage, you know, a child was raped by somebody else. I really have no argument against that. However, if it's two underage kids basically teenagers in high school Mm -hmm. they get together you know that one of them gets pregnant or they kind of have like their you know pregnancy scare of some sort and they decide to go to a planned parenthood because they also offer like you know plan b services and all that stuff um if they go for that because that is still considered uh like underage sexual conduct as if it's two um teenagers that so my my only thing with that is i mean that's It's basically saving those kids from having a lifetime of, of, you know, potential, um, I don't want to say ruining their lives, but I mean, potentially, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I would that would be my only argument against that would be like that, you know, if they're if they're more so on the lines with okay, yeah, like, if it's two teenagers that come in and they want, like, a plan B or something and they don't want their parents to find out or that, you know, they have some kind of an issue or even if they go as far as abortion and it's more of just trying to, um, that they're just too young to have kids or something like that, then, all right, I get that. Um, If it's, like, a kid comes in, wants to have an abortion because they were raped and are now pregnant and they're underage, um, I think they should be able to, my argument would be that they should be able to, to get the abortion but I do not agree that, that Planned Parenthood should hide the fact that they were, that they were raped of any in any way. You know, I think that, that should be a um, more of a less of a no questions asked scenario. But um, if, if that that's obviously like that's more of a you know like I can't really prove or disprove either side of that whether they be um, just two love struck teenagers or whether it be actual accounts of rape. Um, that that would be my only i i can't say either way so that would be my only concern with that um i don't know if there's if there's anything on mine that you want to do you want to question or well bring i up, was or? gonna
0: say um the incident that i have mm-hmm. which i got off of humanlife.org okay uh, which was one of my main sources mm-hmm. um They had a separate link for childpriders.com, which had the reports of the concealed crimes, and one of the concealed crimes was a 13-year-old girl uh, that came in for an abortion because her 22-year-old boyfriend had had sex with her and got her pregnant.
1: So that, yeah, I definitely think that's that's on... um Planned Parenthood, they should definitely report that. I, I have no argument against that. Um, it doesn't matter if the if the kid said it was consensual because if they're underage, they can't give consent. So that that I you got me on that one. I, I have no defense against that. That that's that's not okay. They should definitely report that. Um, that should not go covered up. You know, so that that one I I don't have anything. Um, I imagine not all of them are like that. And my only argument could be as like a business perspective if you're Kind of in charge of Planned Parenthood, which I understand it's you know it's more of seen as like a uh, safety net healthcare system. You shouldn't think of it as a business situation, but as in a business situation, um, as wrong as it is to say it, it would be it would make more sense to um, kind of do more of like a no questions asked because you don't have to get involved as much and the more you're getting involved the more questions are going to be brought to you and the more attention you're going to get and you know and then when they find out like that if you know if you all of a sudden further back all of us you know like like if they didn't have the no questions asked policy and then all of a sudden you find out that oh you know they knew about this and they let it go that's going to um, bring more attention to them in more negative light. So from a business perspective, I understand if they if they just kind of say like straight up like we don't ask questions on why you want the abortion or what happened to lead you to want the abortion. But well, I was do a think girl, it, it, so they kind of had to yeah, they had to ask. I understand that and that that I get um, if if an underage kid comes in and is just like I want I need an abortion they should probably ask And so that that on that aspect is, yeah, I I don't really have anything against that. Um, I completely agree with that. I think uh, that's just misconduct on that branch. Again, it's one of those things, though, that you can't um, judge the entirety of Planned Parenthood based on, you know, that could be one county that they're kind of messing up that and you know that that story takes place in that one aspect obviously it could be happening other places but you kind of I would have to give them benefit of the doubt it's kind of the same thing with um, anytime uh, some if one person in an organization does bad you don't fault the entire organization you fault the person I, I think that would be more along the lines of that aspect um, where they should be held accountable rather than Planned Parenthood entirely um, but outside of that yeah I, I completely agree I think that um, that's not okay I think that that should have been reported definitely. Um so yeah, I don't know. That that that's my take on that. Um I don't know if there's anything about uh Do you have any other uh stories about that or is it just that one?
0: Um that was the only one I wrote down. Okay. I also wrote down all This is all from humanlife.org. Mhm. Um they had over 100 documented emergencies between 2015 and 2017, which included that um, they uh, something went wrong during the abortions, mm-hmm. and they needed out, outside medical care because they could not contain it, or that they had loss of life of a patient. Okay. Um, I have two, Oh, I only wrote down the one. Uh, I have one Uh, example here, Tanya Reeves, uh, she went in for a second trimester abortion in a Chicago facility and she died of a hemorrhage that they could not repair because of a faulty procedure. Mm -hmm. And uh, both, back to uh, Abby Johnson and Maya Rodriguez and I found their information um, in various places um, from Fox News to Ben Shapiro to uh, Lauderdale Crowder interviews and also um, Abby Johnson has uh, a book and a remake of the book to a movie called Unplanned um, and it's about her process of when she was in and both of them have very similar stories in the fact that after being awarded Um, Employee of the Year, pretty much. Uh, I don't know exactly what their awards were. Um, They both started to question the ethics of Planned Parenthood, and they both were told to shut up. Um, Abby Johnson was literally told uh, by her higher up when she was asked to double the quota of abortions because they had lost business over a hurricane that occurred in Texas. Um, her supervisor told her, uh, Planned Parenthood makes money, um, the same way McDonald's does, uh, you make money from the fries and the drinks, not the burger, inferring to how the abortions were the fries and drinks, and this is where they also came into play and in saying that they posted that the statistics that are posted on Planned Parenthood are actually falsified because this is the piece of information, isn't it?
1: Uh no, no. There's actually something that's worse. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: well, this this is the thing that I found. This is yeah. That, um so say a patient comes in mm. and they they're getting a breast exam, they're getting a thing of birth control. Um and they're getting other healthcare services for each service that they're getting. Um, they are counted as one individual service for each service. But when an abortion happens, um, the abortion is just included as one visit with everything included. So the four percent that they say that they have is actually um, condensed and falsified. And they perform about 300, uh, almost about uh, 350,000 abortions a year. And not to include the contraceptive services kits, which include the morning after pill, which that's another almost 600,000. So that's about... um, that's, a, that's a, like a third of their business right there is yeah. in terminating pregnancies
1: okay um, so on that one I would uh, I mean obviously like that's that's tough to argue against the only thing I can think of um, would be to kind of and this this is why um, debating is is kind of a um, difficult thing because some things like this it feels like i'm, I'm having to like lawyer some of these uh, <laughs> because basically what the the only argument that i mean because that that's you know if they're true truly falsifying information and that's just anytime you falsify statistics there's some kind of other um, agenda at work there and there's some kind of other uh, um, driving force behind it but um, basically the only thing I can think of is, I mean, if they're falsifying statistics and if they're actually like coming into all of this stuff, um, then you know, I would I would think that at some point somebody would step in and say, "Hey, you're you're claiming to be, you know, this this helpful um, uh, company and this this helpful like safety net healthcare system and." Um, All of this is like centered around just making money off of abortions. At some point, when that came out and was to be proven, if that were to be proven, you know, um, I definitely think that they would receive less support. Um, But again, it's one of those things that obviously there are still going to be people that support them just based off morals, you know. Some people don't think abortions are um, immoral. There are some people that, that, legitimately don't think that, uh, so they're still gonna have supporters, but I definitely think the, the number of supporters would go down enough that they wouldn't have, um, as many patients as they do, and they wouldn't have, uh, as much funding as they do, because they do take up, um, I think it's, they, they receive the most, uh, title 10 funding, or title X, whatever one you want to call it, uh, funding out of any other, um, program, like any other safety net healthcare system that receives Title X, they receive the most out of it. And I think that if it was kind of proven by some kind of um, actual like organization other than just, you know, word of mouth by somebody who worked there, uh, that would definitely get the ball rolling. But if, if they were actually proven to have falsified all of those statistics and stuff, I think they would receive less Title X funding because that is just literally like blatantly lying about their their stats. And I think um, I don't think as much money is going into them. I think that would change, so that would be my only argument. And again, it, it, it that's why like it, it feels wrong to make that argument because it feels like I'm lawyering and saying like, well, if it were actually proven to be that way, then you know they probably wouldn't receive the funding that they did. And I I have no basis on that outside of just I, I would think that people would take the moral high ground in that of like this company that's just straight up blatantly lying. Um, in which case, if they are that's unfortunate. And I, I would have to agree that that's, that's wrong and they shouldn't do that. Um, but if they're not, if they're to be trusted and, uh, then I, I, would just go off of that off of the actual organizations that are supposed to investigate that. Cause that's another thing with government funding is if you're getting government funding, you undergo audits and, you know, any kind of, um, like just, I, I don't know how often it is that 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 those go through, but I mean like the school that we went to, we both went there, they had to do their, um, it was once a semester, I believe, that they would have somebody come in and kind of uh, the accreditation. Mm-hmm. Where they'd have somebody come in and like sit in on the classes to make sure that it was following the correct curriculum, and that was to m- ensure that they received the government funding that they were receiving. So any entity, any like entity across the entire country that is receiving government funding undergoes that same process where they have people come in and investigate, look at the books and everything to ensure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing to maintain the government funding. So that that would be my only argument against the statistics is that if they are actually skewed um, unless, on the off chance that every person that comes in for the audits every, you know, however long, probably once a quarter for a business, but um, every time they come in, if they're actually falsifying statistics, they would have to have every single person that comes in would have to be um, morally corruptible in, in terms of overlooking it to receive the funding. Otherwise, they would probably lose their government funding. So that would be my only argument against that would be, I think at this point, they probably would have lost funding.
0: Well, um. speaking of funding, mm-hmm. um, so when I looked up, I looked on Planned Parenthood, and it said that a good, like about fifty percent mm. of their funding does come from the g- government grants yeah. and everything. Well, the other fifty percent mainly does come from abortions. Okay, and the way how they do that too is the Um, first off, their process of when they do, uh, screen them and do ultrasounds is they don't let the mother, um, they don't let the patient see the actual, um, the actual, uh, sonogram. They don't let them see the picture of it. Hmm. And the reason why they take the sonogram is to judge how much they can charge, uh, for the abortion. Oh, okay. And... I'm, I'm, hit, I'm hitting the... I'm gonna, you're getting close. I'm going to hit it. You're getting, you're I know, getting really I close. <laughs> close. And I'm, I'm going to put the nail in the coffin right now. Um, so another reason why they make so much money from abortions mm-hmm. is because um, they... Uh, man, it's so far. Um, they actually have, like, bidding wars over the genetic material after... So it's kind of like their own black market mm-hmm. of what they do with the aborted fetuses. And I understand the research in stem cells, mm-hmm. but they literally will have bidding wars and illegally traffic the genetic material and the aborted fetuses um, to whatever buyers has the most money.
1: Yeah. Um, so my, my thing for the sonogram, um, not letting the, the patient see it Uh, Could be just a a moral, a moral high ground in um, not allowing them to build up a kind of sentiment for Mm -hmm. you know the the child and not giving them any kind of unwanted trauma um, for the actual abortion. Um, As far as uh, them looking at that and seeing how much they can charge, um, I could see that being the case, but also I could see it being like, oh, we're going to look at the sonogram and make sure they're you know we're going to try to look for any complications that might arise during this process you know if we see something in the sonogram that could kind of raise a red flag that would make this more dangerous for uh... the patient and I, I could see that being the, the purpose of the sonogram as well um, the uh... stem cell research with the remains um, first off that i i mean i don't really have anything against that um i think that should be up to the the patient whether it be like hey uh are you okay know. with yeah and that that i disagree with i think it should be all on the patient i think it should be like hey the patient is um like they go to the patient and they say hey you know you're going to come in for this abortion the the fetus the remains um are you willing to donate that for scientific research into stem cell and stuff like that. And if the patient says yes, then it becomes the, um, the company's property. And, uh, I mean, is if it's not considered a life by the state, then it's not considered, uh, trafficking. Um, so that, that again, falls under the state laws, but, um, outside of that, uh, uh, I mean, I think it should, be fall, it should fall on the patient because that is, you know, their, like, decision. Um, if they don't want it to be um, donated to science, I definitely think they shouldn't be allowed to. Whether that happens behind closed doors or whether the state deems it a life and then all of a sudden the fetus is transported to a new state and then sold off, I, I cannot speak on that because I, I haven't seen anything on that, um, and I'm sure that there's there's potential of that happening but i that would be my only thing is that i would think that okay maybe they're um you know it's the sonograms might not be just for um how much they can charge and the black market thing is yeah they their own internal black market as long as it's not considered a life it's not considered trafficking but it is a but, black market yeah well um, it is an
0: illegal resale
1: yeah i mean that's, that's why I think they would be better off getting the patient's consent because if they receive the patient's consent to donate the remains to science, um, as long as it's not deemed a life, then I mean, it's, it's their property now and they can resell it as they wish. But, um, it's yeah, that, that part, I, I understand that if they're not getting consent of the patient, then yeah, that's, that's definitely not right. Um, I don't. Uh, well, I, I guess we're getting into that later. The personal um, opinions will happen later Yeah. in the other video. So I, God, I hate this argument. I, it feels like it's I'm okay, lawyering so much.
0: The, I think. After yeah. The first piece, we're gonna do closing. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just it. It feels like I'm lawyering so much. Like it just. You're. Um, that that's that's all I'm doing. That's all I can do. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I, I'm going to stick to my main argument of uh, it provides a safety net healthcare for a lot of people that otherwise wouldn't be able to have it. Right. Um, that's, that's my biggest argument in favor of Planned Parenthood is that's you know, they have a recorded 2.4 million patients across the country that um, if, if, you know, they go under, if they don't receive that funding, if they don't um, receive that support, that's potentially 2.4 million people that are going to lose, um, you know, that, that service. And again, six out of 10 of those, you know, 2.4 million, um, consider it their primary health care. So as far as again, all of my numbers were received from Planned Parenthood. So if it is true and it is found out that they are falsifying their statistics, their arguments are completely invalid at that point. But, um, up until then, that that's that's my go-to. <laughs> well, my
0: go-to, as in that we should no longer fund Planned Parenthood, is that um, they do falsify those mm. reports. Um, there are stories of them coming out as being uh, untruthful for running scams, for running illegal markets, for ha- for pushing abortions and sales uh, on their patients, uh, falsifying statistics, um, withholding criminal uh, activity from authorities, um, and not keeping to sanitary code in Mm. a medical environment. And uh, yeah, that's my that area. was
1: that was actually the other one that I should have talked about was the unsanitary code. Um, again, I think that kind of falls under. Um, I do agree if that's the case that Planned Parenthood should keep a, a closer eye on on their medical staff with, you know, maintaining all of that stuff and maintaining up to code. But I mean, Planned Parenthood has it in their system that they're they're clean and they don't do that. You know, that they don't reuse stuff. Then they that's on them to say like, hey, you know, we have it. In our rules for our um, medical professionals that they're supposed to do this, and if they don't and they're caught, then they're fired you know and that that's on Planned Parenthood to say that, but um, I again think that's one of those things that uh you can't really judge the entire organization by the actions of a few um, bad apples, I guess uh but yeah i again that's that's kind of it's not a very strong argument i understand but at the same time i mean i'm going to i'm going to hit my my big closing mic drop statement now we are in america where you're innocent until proven guilty and that's 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 your um, big mic drop that's my big <laughs> mic drop that's about the only one i got. <laughs> uh, i think my mic
0: is still on a stand yeah i know
1: it's not dead. it wasn't a good mic drop but that's that's about all i got is i mean like if you know until they're until it's it's indefinitely proven that um that they're doing all of this stuff which they would lose government funding for.
0: Well there are um, recordings of their illegal sale of, mm.
1: of and
0: uh, of the sites and Abby Johnson's Planned Parenthood because she had direct evidence got shut down and this is happening one by one throughout the country yeah
1: And so that, so that the would be my other that would be my other thing is yeah if it's if it's coming out slowly then we'll know soon enough. but as of right now, um, they still receive the funding and they still uh, have all the support and they still have all of the patients. so as of right now I, again I, I think um, if they are proven guilty of all of this stuff, then that's on them um, but I, it was my job to argue in favor of and uh, it's it's not easy to do because of a lot of things that I found I had to stick to um this had to stick to the the emotional two point four million people that's that would lose out better. on yeah yeah oh yeah yeah but um, no so that's that's pretty much that's that's it they, they've got a lot of patients they do things other than abortions um, and again uh, if you you know that's that's just how it is they it's not all about abortions according to them so <laughs> being very careful with saying according to them <laughs> but um, yeah, this was this was a very very difficult topic to um, find a lot of information on because uh, it, it it's one of those topics again that it's just there's so many different well, we'll, we'll talk statistics about it out there. In yeah. The review. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Is, you're you're really just giving them, your buddy No, no, thinking. I'm just giving them a little bit of a taste on on um, uh, what the review is. Yeah. Um,
0: um, so this. So we'll end the debate there, um, and like I said, I promise we'll get better. Um, so if you'd like to comment or let us know what you guys think of the debate, please let us know on Patreon, uh, and on our social medias. Um, we have the review right after this. Um, Mm -hmm. so please go and check that out. I, I honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to the review. I am
1: too. I was looking more forward to the review than the debate itself. We were both Um, definitely
0: looking more forward to the review uh, than the actual debate.
1: So, um, yeah, the, the, the review is going to cover our personal opinions and um, just and the process that we went through. And uh, we'll talk
0: about how our views were prior to the research. Mm-hmm. And, and how they were after. How, the, how they were after. Yeah. And how they were, and if the debate affected it at all. And uh, we'll see you there. So yeah. So there is no spin because we will do the review, and then at the end of the review we will do a spin.
1: Yeah. And um, the review is going to be, um, okay. is that? A week after. So okay. that'll be next week. Yeah, so that'll that'll be next week then. Alright.
0: That'll be the next episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which will be next week for them. Yes. So
0: You don't know. Tag. Yeah. Anyway.
1: We're time travelers. We are. We're doing this in the past for you in the future.
0: Yes. Don't drink the coffee. Yes, drink. It's the poisoned. Coffee. It's delicious though.
1: It is delicious.
0: Death tastes so good. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Run! <laughs> <laughs> All right. That then was the demon tuning- talking. <laughs> the one that you summoned.
1: <laughs> I didn't summon it. You summoned it. You I was sum- talking to it.
0: Well, you fucking let it stay, you bitch. Yeah, well. It anyway,
1: made the stuff work.
0: If the demon doesn't kill us. Yeah. Um. Thank you for enjoying the. Uh, well, I can't say my that you misery.
1: It. No, thank you for enjoying my misery. Th- thank you for
0: tuning in to the Page Hood. Eleven Podcast. Yeah. Where we are the non-recommended podcast, as you can see.
1: Yeah, and um. Our debates will get better simply because I think the topics will be easier and, and more um, less one-sided. Um, I think if we would have covered this topic probably about a year ago, it would have been a little more um, even on both sides because there's a lot of information that
0: yeah, hadn't come that out has yet. But
1: All right. Well, we will see you guys on the review next week, and um, have, have a good one.
0: Again. All
1: right. Y'all have a good one. See ya.